It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast, brought to you by Fetch Me Home Delivery. They're the best in the business in having your family meal delivered throughout the Auburn and Opelika area. Highly encourage you to use them if you're in their delivery area. You can use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. They also will handle your dry cleaning or your groceries or coffee. If it can be delivered physically, they'll probably do it. And since everybody was asking them to to stay open later and to deliver later on Friday and Saturday nights, they're now open till 2 a.m. So if you're home and either you shouldn't drive or just don't want to drive, you can go to fetchmedelivery.com or use the free Fetch Me Delivery app and if you use promo code FetchMe20, you can get your first delivery free. Thank you so much to Fetch Me for sponsoring the show. I'm Zach Blackerby, joined by Michael Pappas. Hello, sir. Hello, Zach. How are you today? I'm I'm okay, man. I'm okay. I've been on air for like six hours straight, so if I uh, I'm trying to make this not feel rushed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just tired of having a microphone in front of me. But a year ago, I would have begged for that. So I'm trying to, you know, trying to stay aware, trying to, you know, keep the grind going. You know what I'm saying? So big news happened uh, pretty much right after we got done recording yesterday because that just seems to be how this works. But Kenny Dillingham is out as Auburn's offensive coordinator. He is following his former uh, mentor, um, Mike Norvell, to FSU. And that was kind of predicted. A lot of people kind of were, uh, were, were talking about the, the rumblings and rumors and possibilities of that happening. It's done. And so as soon as that happened, of course, um, the majority of Auburn fans are saying, all right, Gus, go get Chad Morris. Auburn Undercover has reported that they have made Chad Morris a a priority in pursuing. And I bet, I bet by the end of this week, he uh, he will be Auburn's offensive coordinator. I would actually be surprised if it was someone else. That's good. That's great. Uh, You're going and getting a guy who, you know, had a great offense at SMU and... You know, things didn't work out for him at Arkansas, obviously, but Arkansas is a tough place to win, and we will uh, we'll see how it turns out. Um, you know, he obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to offenses. He's, he's very, very well respected uh, among head coaches. You know, he's got a great friendship with Gus, so I, I would not be surprised either. Yeah, so I, I think that's going to be the case. I don't think this – excuse me. I don't think this affects the offense a whole lot. I think it's still going to be Malzahn-type offense. I know a lot of Auburn fans are saying, hey, maybe since Gus trusts Morris that there's a chance that he lets him kind of take over. I'm not buying it. But there are some folks out there, and I was kind of surprised when I saw these tweets. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it, Michael. 
saying that, okay, you know, Auburn doesn't need another mouths on yes man. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think Morris would be that? I don't. Okay. I, I don't think he would be that just because, really because of his pedigree and because he because of that friendship he has with Gus. I mean, I'm definitely more comfortable telling the guys that I'm friends with no and disagreeing with them and knowing that they can handle and our relationship can handle um, a little bit of, I guess, confrontation. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, it's always a sticky situation disagreeing with your boss also, but, and Gus having that trust in, in Chad Morris and knowing what Chad Morris is capable of. And, and I keep going back to that friendship. I do think that that could be a relationship that is, fruitful for this Auburn offense going forward if it ends up being Chad Morris which obviously we both think it is yeah yeah and you know there may be another announcement out of left field mm-hmm. by the time somebody listens to this show I, I, I'm, I'm curious how quick this will happen we'll see with the bowl game being a few weeks away and you know what whoever the new OC <clears throat> gosh whoever the new OC's role is in the offense in the Outback Bowl but let's assume it is Morris or you know what let's just say Let's let's take the new OC out of this. Do you think anyone specifically benefits from Dillingham leaving? No, not particularly. Um, I think that you know all the reports were that everyone really liked Kenny Dillingham. Yeah. Um, from the beat writers to the players, and he was a younger guy, a guy who could relate to them quite a bit. Sure. And so, uh, I don't really think there's anyone who benefits from him leaving except for the new offensive coordinator, obviously, because he's, he's getting his job. Well, I, I've seen and heard a lot of people say, well, what did Dillingham do this past year? What did he do? And I'm like, well, he was brought in to handle the quarterbacks, and I think I think Bo Nix got better mm-hmm. throughout the year. and Even throughout games. Uh, um, yeah, sure. Justin Ferguson, friend of the program, he, uh, he, he does that film room column every week, and he... His from the Iron Bowl showed like how gut, how Bo improved just throughout that one game, like throughout the Iron Bowl, and and a lot of a big part of that is coaching. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I'm curious. I wonder how involved he was with that. But I agree with you that Bo did get better throughout games. So mm-hmm. I think it's. I mean, if you're going to criticize coaches for the bad, you might as well criticize them for the good that happens too. So I'm cool with that. I am cool with that. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Michael, I want to talk about I want to talk about something that Coach Pat Dye said on the drive this past Friday about a, a player that I'm pretty high on. Obviously, Coach Pat Dye knows a lot more about football than uh, than both of us. But I thought um, I thought the passion and the assertiveness in this opinion is interesting. So once again, this is from the drive with Bill Cameron on ESPN 106.7. Here's Coach Dye. They're talking about. Going into next year, looking at the defensive backfield specifically. And you're fine at nickel with uh, Tut and, and Peters and no, I guess. Uh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute now. All right. Wait a minute now. 
How many times have you seen Tuck get beat? Oh, uh, Saturday, I, I mean. Well, well how many times this year have you seen people <laughs> run by him? Uh, a few. Now he's a, he's a, he's a, yeah, you can't have somebody that they run by a few. Now, if if he's going to play, we better have some kind of system because uh, he's just not got the foot speed to cover a fast slot guy. All right, so I, I I thought that was interesting from a from a couple of different angles, Michael. One, Auburn fans have been really high on Christian Tud, and now he's been beat on two or three really big plays throughout this year. And you know, Coach Die uh, noticing a few more than uh, I think most of us probably. But I kind of attributed to that being okay because it's so hard to play the slot corner. It is so hard to play nickel because you have to defend more. You can go any direction it's not like you're playing a boundary you can't use the sideline as your friend and you know you you, got to defend left right up back I mean you have to do everything so I attributed some of it being that and I attributed some of it to being all right this is his first year as a starter the game's still super quick to him and he's still having to think and process through everything like we've talked to Deshaun Davis and other folks on the show and he's like all right what changes and he's like well they're not thinking anymore they're just playing Christian Tuss not at that level yet He's not just out there. He's not just out there playing. He's still having to think through everything, and so I kind of attributed it to that, where it's like, all right, it's growing pains involved in this, and it's not that big of a deal. Coach Die, who knows much more than you and I do, says otherwise. I think I always contributed it to, you know, he's Auburn's third corner. I mean, even if he's the the nickel guy, typically. I guess, in my opinion, the nickel guy, if he was as good as the first two corners, he'd be a boundary guy. Well, that's kind of why I thought, you know, going into the year, I'm like, put Javaris in the middle of the field when you're, when you're running three corners, when you're mm-hmm. running nickel, put Javaris in the middle of the field and put Tut on the outside. But we didn't see that. We didn't see that. So, yeah, I mean, it truly was, okay, your third corner comes into the game. And I like Christian Tut a lot. What he did in the punt return game for Auburn this season was huge. Changed a few games. It, yeah. uh, it's surprising to me that Coach Dye is saying foot speed because, you know, they call him sweet feet he, or quick feet. Or, I mean, he. We've heard both. I think it's yeah. officially sweet feet. Okay. He, uh, like, he's known for his speed and, and footwork. It's, I think some of this might be coming off of the Iron Bowl where, you know, he got toasted by Jalen Waddell a couple times. Sure. But I kinda, Who didn't on Auburn's defense, but by I, the way? I kind of chalk that up to the fact that Jalen Waddell would be a number one receiver on any other team in the country except for probably Clemson. Mm-hmm. And I guess Oklahoma because they have CeeDee Lamb. Right. And to ask Auburn's you know third or fourth cornerback, whether you want to argue that's Tutt or Roger McCreary or Sherwood or whomever, to, to go up against basically a, a number one guy. Is a huge, huge ask, and I don't. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to chalk this up to. I think Todd's had a good season, and he's going to keep playing. Um, Well, hopefully, he's a sophomore, right? Hopefully, he'll make it. He'll take a step. He's got a whole nother off season, a month of bowl practices, all that. Mm -hmm. Then hopefully, he. I mean, you expect him to get better. That's another thing that's surprising to me about that is this guy's a sophomore, and Coach Dye is just like no. Yeah, 
Yeah, because he's normally, uh, I mean, he's pro player, right? So, I mean, typically, but. I think most coaches are, are pro players. Yeah, I, I think so, <laughs> because they know what these guys go yeah. through a lot more than we do. So, uh, yeah, then, you know, I, I was I was driving home or driving somewhere Friday, and I heard him say that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to grab that and, and play it on the podcast, just because I think it's so interesting. So And I think Bill and Dan, I think they had to go to a break after that, so they didn't really ask questions about his opinion mm-hmm. on it. I wish they would have, but they um, – I think what his role will be next year depends a lot on what Noah Igbenogany decides to do. Yeah. He certainly looks like he's going to the NFL draft to me. I haven't heard anything or talked to anyone about it. It's just a gut. I mean, he looks ready. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Javaris Davis is gone regardless. So then it's like, all right – who is it after that? And so he may stay in the middle of the field. We'll yeah. see. Or maybe they move him outside. There's just no one on the roster going the next year. I'm like, okay, I'd rather him be a nickel. So we will we'll see uh we'll see about that. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, and uh, just to kind of wrap up the, the final third of today's show, I want to play. We got two voicemails. To, to hit up, and you, you can leave a voicemail at 205-502-4285. We would love to hear from you. All right, here is the first one. Zach, guys, first of all, War Eagle, big listener. Thanks, man. Is, um, just calling for a couple things. First of all, Rodney Garner, I mean, amazing. That guy has been such a huge True. impact on yep. the entire program since he stepped on board, and I can't say enough about him really impressed with what he's doing right now. Yeah. Uh, reload is absolutely what's happening. A little sad that we have to wait all the way till the 14th for another basketball game. Um, however, that team really doing things that uh, completely unexpected right now. Completely unexpected for them to look the way they do at times. And honestly, I think the other, ga- the other night's game absolutely is a loss. Uh, in, in prior years, e- even last year. Agreed. Uh, we were just a shooting team. If we don't have that in- inside that we had the other night, I don't think we win that game. And, and we definitely went to it kind of sloppily and poorly sometimes. But sure. we went to it, and Austin Wiley is becoming the player that, that we all thought he was going to be. Uh, championship weekend, going for LSU, just because, I mean – it's it's easy to hate Georgia, yeah. and I do it a lot. So really happy <laughs> to see them lose if that's what happens today. Um, it is what happens. The other championship that, that games, I think yeah. Ohio State's going to maul Wisconsin again. Uh, the Baylor OU winner, do they deserve to get in? Absolutely. Uh, there's no no way that I take a, uh, a Georgia team that, that gets pounded today, even a Georgia team that loses in a close game. I, I just don't think it's. They're there. I don't. I think they'll get blown off the field by Ohio State as a four. I hope you bet uh, on these. And it will be another non-competitive game. Other than that, really love the show. Thanks, man. First time calling. Um, probably won't be my last. But uh, War Damn Eagle, you guys have a great day. 
Cool. Yeah, I hope it's not your last. I don't think you said your name, but thank you so much for uh, for calling. Yeah, obviously he called before the championship games on Saturday, but left that in there because he nailed it. Everything he wanted to happen or predicted uh, happened. So, yeah, he mentioned Rodney Garner. I mean, he he is reloading. He's doing uh, great things, and I assume this call was in response to, um, you know, locking down another five-star, so that's great. Then mentioned men's basketball. You know, I, th- I think they do lose last week if they play like that a few years ago. And I think there's seven undefeated teams in college basketball right now, and Auburn's one of them. So that's uh, – and with this schedule, I think that means a lot. I totally agree with both the yeah. things you said. This yeah. basketball team, they uh, – I think they're better right now than the team was last year. Uh, we'll see, obviously, when we get into – You don't want to peak too early. SEC that's that's kind of the biggest thing that mm-hmm. happened two years ago when they won the league championship, and then, you know, everybody was hurt after that. So we'll see. And last year they just peaked at the perfect time. Yep. This game on the 14th is a big one. Um, Auburn – you know, we saw it in the last game. Typically, not great coming off uh, big stretches without playing. So, yeah, this is uh, going to be a big one. And the playoff, Zach. I don't know how you feel about the playoff. I think we can agree that they got the rankings right. I think they got the top four right. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, in my mind, I think that the three and four seeds have the best shot at winning the title, simply because. I certainly am not betting against. Um, I think Oklahoma is least likely to win. I'm certainly not betting against Dabo Sweeney with a month to prepare. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Ryan Day, but you know this is first time as a head coach, and I think Ohio State wins the whole thing. Really, I do. I well, do. that's where we differ. Yeah, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, we'll chat more about that when we get closer. Uh, all right, we got another voicemail here. Hey, Zach, this is Greg in Huntsville, Alabama. Hey, Greg. I uh, love the show. Thanks, man. Just uh, wanted to get your opinion on the potential hire of Chad Morris as new OC. Um, a lot of people think this is another yes-man move by Gus and potentially could be. But if uh, I think it could be a good hire if he brings Chad in and lets him actually run the offense. Um, Chad Morris was you know, an exceptional OC at Clemson, so... Just want to get your opinion. All right, love the show. Keep up the good work. Or hey, thank you so much. Cool, uh, cool. We got listeners from all over the state. That's fun up in Huntsville. And yeah, you can call two zero five five zero two four two eight five if you want to, you know, chime in on who you think should be the offensive coordinator. I'd love to hear if anybody has any other thoughts of folks outside of Chad Morris uh, based on when you're listening, uh, listening to this. If unless something official's already been named, but. Yeah, I, I think, you know, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Michael. I think if if Morris comes in and Malzahn just gives him the keys, I think it could benefit a lot of folks. I mean, Arkansas, they found ways to move the football at times this year while being, I mean, they had the worst roster in pretty much every game they played this year, and they still at times found ways to move the football. Yep, same with last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's tough. I mean, to, we, we can agree that like it wasn't Morris's fault that he hadn't be, he didn't beat an SEC team in two years. Can we no. agree on that? Yes. Okay. Uh, he also kind of got dealt a bad hand because you know he's a up tempo offense kind of guy, and he went into a school full of Brett Belima recruits. Yeah. And Brett Belima runs the exact opposite style of offense. You're right. And 
So, I mean, I remember hearing all the reports about how they wanted to go Razorback fast or whatever, and the first thing he did when he got in was tell the offensive lineman who'd spend the last however many years bulking up yeah, lose to be, 20 real quick. was to lose a bunch of weight so yeah. that they could be faster. And it was a uh, – so I think he did get dealt a bad hand. I don't know enough about how Dabo Sweeney runs his program. I don't. I know Dabo is an offensive guy. I don't know if he calls plays or what. I know they had co-offensive coordinators this season. Mm-hmm. But – I uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the offense. I don't anticipate Gus letting someone else call plays again. Um, I think he bet on himself this year, and quite honestly, I think it went well for the most part. Uh, there were you know two, really two games, three games, where the offense didn't look very good. And besides that, I think the offense played you know really really well for the most part. And and I think throughout our conversations this year, Zach, neither of us think even in those games where the offense didn't play well, that it was play calling. Do you think, I agree, especially with, uh, with Florida. I, I think that was execution. Um, is the other game LSU that you're referring to? Mm-hmm. I didn't like the game plan as much against LSU. But, I mean, we're... we're Splitting here. Yeah, right? I mean, we're nitpicking at that point. But, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're in agreement. Do, do you think if Chad Morris comes to Auburn, there's any chance that he's not calling plays? Would he take a job... Would he, from going from a head coach to an offensive coordinator where he wasn't calling the offense? I think so because, I mean, I think the end goal for him is going to be to be a head coach again and to come into Auburn's, to come into Auburn, you know, even if he's only here for one season or two seasons. Yeah. I think it would be, you know, kind of like Saban does with rehabbing coaching images and stuff. It'll be enough, kind of like um, Will Muschamp did. He came to Auburn for a season or two, and or he was here for one season, and then ended up getting another head coaching job. I think it'll be, if Morris comes, I think it's more likely he does not call plays. I just don't think. Wow. I, I, I struggle to think that Gus is going to give play calling up again. But I think you could say, all right, if he is going to give it up, Chad, I mean, it would yes. be to Chad Morris, yeah. right? I, mean, I guess Chad Morris. Would these be guys again. go back, and I mean, if he's not going to give it to him, he's not going to give it to anybody. Also, I don't know how much this really matters to Chad Morris, but his son is a big recruit right now, who is big, no longer committed to Arkansas. Correct. Yeah. So you know, if Chad Morris wants to coach, wants to coach his son, and that's something that's very important to him, it, it, Auburn is one of the schools that's high on his son's list. Mm-hmm. And so maybe Chad Morris will come to Auburn to coach his son. You can email the show locked on Auburn at gmail.com. I think we got a few of those in the bank. So we will, uh, we will hit those up tomorrow. If you want to get in queue for that, uh, we won't do it tomorrow. We may do it Thursday because tomorrow you and I are going to head over to the Fox sports studio over on Auburn's campus to chat with voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Birch. I'm looking forward to that. I really am, too. Yeah. I right. really am, too. Where can people find you and hear you, bud? Before we do that, I have my question for you. Oh, yeah. I texted you about this this morning. That's right. So, as you know. I don't know what this question is yet. So. As you know. Okay. Uh, Lane Kiffin was hired as the head coach at Ole Miss. Sure. There was saltwater. Or freshwater. Freshwater. Yeah. They, uh, so, there's a video that's been going around of his son being all excited that his dad got a... Uh, Got hired by an SEC school again, right? Okay. His son's name is Knox. They named him Knox after Knox County, 
where Knoxville is uh-huh. when he was the head coach at Tennessee. Do you think now that they're moving to Oxford, he'll start going by Ox? Sure. Knox the Ox, baby. How old's his son? I haven't seen eight, this video. Like eight, eight, I think. Eight. Something like that. Um, well, definitely rhymes, so. No, just Ox. Like, instead of Knox. He'll just go by Ox instead. That'd be cool. I'm cool with it. These are the thoughts that go through my head. Very important things between these ears, guys. Yeah, you text me that at like six this morning. Yeah. Okay. Was- you just wake up and you're like, I can't wait to ask Zach that. All right. That's fine. Cool. Where can people find you and hear you? Uh, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. At Did that go Cal- how you wanted it to? No, I thought you were going to like laugh or something, but it's fine. Um, Sorry. It's okay. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Couch Potato. Follow me on the Action Network app. Got a lot coming for bowl season. Maybe some college basketball. We'll see. All right. And uh, I think I'm going to start doing a segment on the lunch breaks on Fridays. Free money Fridays. Make it a comeback. Awesome. Follow me on Twitter at DBlackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn. Follow the network on Twitter at LockedOnCollege. And we'll be back tomorrow. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.